plenty of that time par excellence for us to get back in touch with our baptism, the meaning of it, the grace of it, I confess the intimacy God, with which we were brought into relationship with God. And how can we let that grow and be strengthened? A warm welcome from all of us at Holy Rosary Parish in Burlington. Join us in prayer as we share with Father Martin the Lenten readings and homily for today's Holy Mass. A reading from the book of the prophet Joel. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and relents from punishing. Who knows whether the Lord will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him a grain offering and a drink offering to be presented to the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, <clears throat> gather the people. Sanctify the congregation, assemble the aged, gather the children, even infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her canopy. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priest, the minister of Lord, weep. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your heritage a mockery, a byword among the nations. Why should it be said among the peoples, where is their God? Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Have mercy, O Lord. For we have sinned. Have mercy, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Block out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Have mercy, O Lord, for we have sinned. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned and done was evil in your sight. Have mercy, O Lord, for we have sinned. Create in me a clean heart, O God, 
and put a new and bright spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Have mercy, O Lord, for we have sinned. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. Have mercy, O Lord, for we have sinned. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, we are ambassadors of Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ. Be reconciled to God. For our sake, God made Christ to be sin who knew no sin, so that in Christ we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For the Lord says, at an acceptable time I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today do not harden your hearts, but listen to the voice of the Lord. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the disciples, Beware of practicing your piety before people in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So, whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, 
for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends, the gospel passage that we have just heard is, of course, very familiar because we always, always hear it on Ash Wednesday. But this year, it maybe has a particular resonance because it comes from Matthew's gospel and from the Sermon on the Mount, and this is the year in the liturgical cycle as you know, when we have been all through these Ordinary Time Sundays right up until three days ago, reading from Matthew's Gospel and from the Sermon on the Mount. And ironically enough, the passage that we have just read is exactly the very one that follows immediately, right to the verse, immediately after what we heard just this past Sunday. And you remember what that was. All kinds of talk about what I was referring to as the higher standard. Loving your enemies, praying for those who persecute you. What good is it if the only thing that you ever do is a tit-for-tat where you're good to those who are good to you? And then he concludes with those piercing words, Therefore, you must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect, which has certainly occasioned quite a bit of head-scratching and struggle over the years. But then the very next thing that Jesus says is what we just finished hearing. He's still calling us to the higher standard. He's still calling us to go the proverbial extra mile. But he's also telling us not to do the works of goodness, of penance, of prayer, so that we can build ourselves up in the presence or before the reputation of others. Do what you need to do. Do what you must do, he says. But keep your eyes fixed not on yourself and how you look, but rather on the Lord. Keep your eyes fixed on him. And maybe in some ways, that is a wonderful clue to interpreting the whole rest of the thing that we heard earlier in the week. When you focus only on yourself and on how you're coming across and how you're doing and how you look to others, 
it's really hard to grow in the perfection to which Jesus calls us. When our gaze is fixed on him, it becomes a much smoother journey, not always easier by any means, but a smoother one, because we have that guiding light to guide us. And so in the Lenten season, we are invited to turn towards that light. The word repent has to do with this whole idea of turning around. And when you turn around, you turn away from what is leading you away from Jesus. You turn and you face him now. And notice that St. Paul in our second reading, speaking in part of repentance, talks about being reconciled. To reconcile means to turn around to face those whom we would normally avoid and to make a circle of love, to make a circle in which all are included to make a circle in which the grace of God is now able to be manifest. So both the repentant act and the reconciling act create a circle, a circle of turning around in the right direction, and that right direction is towards the Lord and towards the goodness of the Lord in others. And we do that not drawing attention to ourselves. So now we are about to receive the traditional symbol of the ashes. And the ashes, of course, seem like a countersign to everything I've just said, because they certainly appear to be drawing attention to ourselves. But ironically enough, the ashes are meant to remind us to get out of ourselves and to be for others and for the Lord. The ashes are a reminder that we do not live for this world alone because it is passing. We live for something that is much higher. The ashes are a reminder to us of the frailty of so much that we do when it is for the wrong motives and intentions. Jesus, help us to draw ever closer to you in this Lenten season to be reconciled to you and to one another, to repent of our ways of darkness, to seek not our own, but your glory. We hope that our podcasts have been inspiring. And now, our pastor, Father Martin, offers a few closing words. Thank you for joining us. I offer a special greeting to members of our parish family unable, by sickness or other reason, to worship with us in person, and to anyone visiting our parish via these podcasts. Lent is a time to deepen our faith through prayer, penitence, and charity. We pray that our readings and homilies help you to prepare to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at Easter. Just as we display ashes as a mark of our faith on Ash Wednesday, please share the readings and homilies with others by inviting them to our website where they can find them all day by day. What a great gift to present at the altar on Good Friday 
that you helped spread the good news of our salvation. For those joining our podcast outside our parish, we look forward to welcoming you in person at our Holy Rosary Church in Burlington. To learn more about our parish community, please visit our website at holyrosaryburlington.com and be sure to share our site with family and friends. We do look forward to hearing from you, so please email us with your comments. And thank you for your prayers and support.